Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. It's a move of God in this place. Give Him praise, church. Let's just give Him praise tonight. Thank Him tonight. Shout out His name. Give Him praise. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, as you are busy with your people tonight, lead the way we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you to the band. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the holy name of Jesus. Now that song truly is what I'm going to minister about. I want to ask the church tonight about your personal passion. That thing that you know God has called you for. That thing that burns so deep within you that you know, that you know, that you know you have to do that. I cannot for a moment imagine that a person who have the Spirit of God on the inside is without passion, is without that stuff that burns, that stuff that takes your life and gives meaning to it. And I truly believe we are that generation that God is going to use like he used the apostles in the early church. So tonight, my message truly is about the impact of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The impact you allowed to have on you. That impact is meaningful is wonderful, is powerful. That impact that has hit your heart, that thing that drives you from day to day, and if it's not there, or maybe it's lost, tonight there comes a re-ignition in people's lives. Tonight truly, the Spirit of God wants to take every person and bring powerful meaning to your life. I'm going to read to you Matthew 20 from verse 26. Matthew 20 from verse 26. The kingdom of God is employing. The notice went out. It's in the newspaper. Our newspaper. The kingdom of God has sent out notices to the hearts of men and women. And the kingdom is employing this night those who want to have meaning in their lives. 
Matthew 20, verse 26 says, Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. There's a lot of positions open. For servants and slaves. But it's not slaves of sin. It is slaves of righteousness. That righteousness that Christ transferred to you. That righteousness that caused the fire of God to burn on the inside of you. Oh, child of God, it's not fake news. What is on its way to this planet is going to be remarkable. But it's going to be quite remarkable what God is going to do with those who avail themselves to be slaves of righteousness. So the Father God has got an agenda. He's on a mission. He's busy raising up as I see on YouTube, I get so excited for this young generation because this young generation is going to be a different generation. It's going to, going to be a holy generation. Righteous warriors that's going to make an impact in this world. Give the Lord a praise offering. So the gospel we preach is not an alternative gospel. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I want to show you something tonight. The devil is extremely clever. You cannot outwit him. Only by the Spirit of God are we going to outwit him. Are we going to take a stand are we going to allow the Spirit of God to take charge of our lives so that we might have impact in this world? The gospel is so simple. It's the gospel of repentance. It's the simple gospel of repentance. It's the place where the power of God is released into a person's life. It's that specific place that happens in a person's heart so, Matthew 28, 18. We know these scriptures, but Matthew 28, 18 says, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, you know, this scripture is putting pressure. This scripture has been the main scripture of the church for 2,000 years. This scripture when the Lord Jesus gave it to His disciples, the Scripture is still at work and it's still working, it's still impacting this world. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. But you know what? A hundred years ago, Satan started with a, with a strategy. Sometimes we get that word always wrong, the Afrikaans people. We, we always say tragedy. It's a strategy. 
and the strategy of Satan has been to always come in along the church and to do his bit to distract the church. Do you know that? It's always been like that. And one of his major plans that is now fully manifesting. A hundred years ago, they started a thing which is the social gospel. Have you heard of the terminology, the social gospel? If you have not, the social gospel is where our significance is the following. This is how the world sees the church. This is what the world is expecting of the church. I'm going to read to you something from the BBC. They have this to say about Christianity. Christians believe that it is part of their duty to act in a moral way. Now that sounds nice. This involves helping others around them. The church can play a vital role in assisting Christians to help others by providing food banks, places where people live in poverty and go and collect food parcels. Now I must say, that is correct. But when, who said to the church that we are just a place where you collect food parcels? That is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ is to speak His name. That truly is the power of the gospel. If we have become a food bank, then we must change our name to Little Falls Food Bank Christian Center. We've been working with the poor always. And we will always. The Lord Jesus said, you'll have the poor always. Thank you, Lord, for that. But that is not the main focus of the church. Do you know that? This social gospel, this social gospel, it is where a person becomes involved in helping communities. It is where a person takes it upon oneself to reach out and to fill stomachs. It is a beautiful thing, but a full stomach of a person that goes to a hell, that's not God's plan. God's plan is to impact this world by what He did on the cross. That is the message we preach. Not a social gospel, but the gospel of Jesus Christ that saves people from hell. That is our purpose. God has not planted Little Falls Christian Center here to be a food bank, although we give out quite a lot. This is what Oprah has to say about the things that will change the world. Sorry that I have to bring in Oprah. She has something to say. She says you change the world by the following. Compliment friends and strangers. 
spend wisely, talk politics productively, keep your kids' vaccinations up to date, browse for a worthy cause to put your dollar in, switch to tubeless toilet paper. You know that thing in that, that cardboard in the middle, that's a problem to the world. Support your local women's shelter. Know your neighbors. Be prepared, you know. And then the thing really says, have a bandage ready. A safety pin, floss. Here's a big one. Eat your leftovers. Plant a herb, vegetable or flower garden. Give away your unwanted stuff. Or become, the last one, that's a scary one, become an organ donor. This is how the world wants to save the world. We're in deep trouble if we think that is going to change the world. One meeting with Jesus Christ, He gives you the Spirit, His Spirit, He baptizes you with fire, then you get activated, then you're on your mission. Have you been on a mission? <laughs> I love my mission. Are you enjoying your mission? If you're not on a mission, then probably the social justice movement, who's now fully manifesting in the world by feelings, do not hurt my feelings or I'll die. I will literally fall apart. If you don't agree with me, I will fall down dead. You will be the cause of my death. And this is really the world. You see, the gospel of Jesus is not about and has never been nice to my feelings. The gospel of Jesus Christ has never been good to my flesh. The gospel of Jesus Christ has never been good to prideful people. The gospel of Jesus Christ really offends self-righteousness. That's what the power of the gospel does to a person. And all of us experience that. When Jesus came to us, He did not come with a list. He enlists then to change your life. So the gospel really transforms this world. And this gospel, this gospel, if it's not preached, if it's not heard, it is not the gospel. No matter how much food we give, how much money we give, how much we touch, if the name of Jesus Christ is never mentioned, this world will never be, and it will always actually be the same. So, Jesus, the pinnacle words of the Lord Jesus was in front of Satan, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the Father. That bread does something to a person. That is the will of God. The bread 
is the will of God. Once you start digesting it, you become more hungry. It's a different kind of bread. The effect of that bread is that it changes you and you become more hungry. You can never be filled because you'll always want more of Jesus Christ. You can never have enough of Him. His power, what He presents, His love, the greatest love you can experience on this planet is the love of Christ. But this love of the world really comes for the church. They really want to start dictating to the church that our feelings, be careful of our feelings. Be careful, be extremely careful. I want to read to you this name. You might have never heard of this man, Henry Martin. He was a missionary. And this man, listen, he set a great example of self-denial. Martin had done more than his share of missionary service when he announced that he was going to Persia. Doctors warned him that the heat in India would kill him. The heat in Persia was much worse. And yet, Martin went anyways. He wanted to take God's word to the Persian people. He studied the Persian language and translated the New Testament and Psalms in amazing. He studied a new language and he wrote a New Testament in nine months. Only to be told that he must have the Shah's permission to circulate it. He traveled 900 kilometers over rough terrain to Tehran, only to be denied permission to see the Shah. But Martin wasn't ready to give up. He turned around and made a 650-kilometer trip to find the British ambassador who gave his credentials and said, this is all I can do. You'll have to present it yourself to him. Barely able to stand, Martin rode at night on the back of a mule. He hid from sweltering heat in the day in a small canvas tent when he returned to Tehran. He was received by the Shah who gave permission for the scriptures in Persia to be circulated. Praise God for such a man. Ten days later, Martin died in Turkey, having willingly denied his own personal safety to take the message to the lost. Sometimes, you know, evangelism doesn't work immediately. Sometimes it takes a while. But one thing I know, Reinhard Bonke said, two things that goes hand in hand Otherwise, the gospel stands dead still. A person, one leg is prayer and the other leg is evangelism. These two, if the one is not done, you are stuck. The reason why the church do not experience the heart of God and people going to hell for an eternity is because we are truly not praying enough for the lost to be saved. That is our purpose. What is coming to this planet is coming soon.
But before that, there comes a great falling away. But now, God is raising up an army. He's truly raising up an army. So I am excited about that. But there's an enemy. There's an enemy to all of this. I have seen in my life, the moment I do the following, nothing is done. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You have to make up your mind. <laughs> you have to. You have to put that name on a list. You have to fast and pray. You have to show God the Father that you mean business. And when you mean business, the impact one person can make is quite significant. But we live by our choices. You see, the problem with the church today, it is my choice if I want to share my faith in Jesus. It's still a, if it's still a choice, it will never be done. It is still my choice if I want to be involved in the church. It is my choice if I want to worship with the music that the church presents. It is my choice if I want to give unto God. It is my choice if I want to pray. It is my choice to share the message of Jesus in the workplace. If it's still a choice, then Jesus' words that says, go therefore will never be understood. Can never be understood. But I know when you go and that passion starts burning, nothing can quench it. Nothing, nothing, nothing can quench it. And this is a true story. Listen to this. There's a, a small girl, 10 years old in China, small village. She was confronted by the communist soldiers to trample on the cross so that she might live. The young girl refused, raised her hands to the sky singing, Jesus loves me. And they shot her. Church, this is serious business. Everybody wants to immigrate, want to go to safe places. I must say this, that all the nations of the world are the same. No problem with people going, truly. It, that is the choice, believe me. But I must tell you, significance comes when the Spirit of God takes over your life. And then you get going. This same Martin wrote the following as I'm coming in for a landing. I have rightfully no other business each day but to do God's work as a servant, constantly regarding his pleasure. May I have grace to live above every human motive, simply with God and to God. That is a statement for life. That is the power of Christ. Another one I have here, the spirit of Christ is the spirit of missions. The nearer we get to him, the more intensely missionary we become. Coming close to Jesus. 
he does something to your heart. He takes a heart and it becomes his heart. And when that passion starts burning in your heart, nothing will ever hold you back. No AK-47, no warning in the workplace, no, I'm going to fire you. None of that stuff when the Spirit of God takes control, you are safe. You truly are safe. But you see, there's a line in the sand that you go, when you go over that line, you never go back. You never return to who you have been. Many people tonight need to go beyond that line. Have you been beyond that line? Here's the thing beyond that line. Peace. Joy. Grace. Mercy. Provision. Power. Holiness in the fear of God. The anointing that destroys the yoke. No fear. No fear at all. The body will always fear. People get it wrong. <laughs> the body, this body, when it hears something, it always goes into a rattling mode. But the spirit on the inside, when the spirit, when you become a spirit-driven man, you cannot hold back. You see mission. It's not mission impossible, Tom Bruce, but it's mission possible. You see, it's a, there's a railway line. There's a railway line to the south, and there's a railway line to the north. If you know someone that is on the south journey to a place called H-E-L-L, and you have the necessary means. You see, to change lanes can only be done by speaking the name. That's when that thing will come to a standstill. And then after that, you get onto northbound. Who wants to go northbound? I hear it's a wonderful place. I hear it's an eternal place, and that is the place where we are going. So, let me read the last thing Henry Martin said. Let me burn out for God. After all, whatever God may appoint, prayer is the great thing. Oh, that I might be a man and a woman of prayer. That's where everything changes. Church, please bow your heads tonight. Everybody, just bow your heads. If you have come to this place tonight and you know you want to cross that line, if you know tonight that this is your evening, that you've come here, and you just say to yourself, this has to end. I cannot go on like this. I will end up in hell. I will forever be removed from the grace of God if I do not react now, tonight. 
If you say tonight that you have now come to the end and you are ready to go beyond that, to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Saviour, then I want you to put up your hands. Please raise those hands tonight. Yes, keep it up. Raise those hands. God is speaking to people. Yes, raise those hands. Raise those hands. Do not let the devil steal from you tonight. If you know you have backslidden and you're not at the right place, please raise those hands. Tonight is your comeback night. Tonight God wants to help you. Raise those hands. Right across this audience, please raise those hands. Church, please those who've raised their hands, please stand up for me. Please stand up for me. Don't be shy. Show the Lord Jesus Christ that you are ready to face this world with Him. Please stand, please stand. Please stand, do not let the devil keep you in your seats. He's a thief, he steals. He's a thief, he comes for your life. He's a murderer, he's a destroyer. Stand up tonight and you'll see the grace of God will take you where you've never been. Stand up tonight if you are drawing that line. There's more people in this place. God is saying, I am waiting for you. I want to change your life. You cannot do it by yourself. Tonight, I will show you how to do it. Please stand up. Yes, yes, there's certain people. You are still sitting down. But God is speaking in your heart. Stand up. He hung on that cross for our sins. We can stand up for Him tonight. Yes. Yes, stand up. Stand up. The Holy Spirit is working in this place. All those people, please come to the front. Please come and stand here. Give the Lord a praise offering. Just come over here. We just want to come and greet you. Come here, church. That's right. That's right. Please come to the front. You see what I see. That's right. Salidas coming behind them. Praise God. We need another gentleman over here. Another two over here, please. This church was built for this, for these, for an evening such as this. That's good, that's good. All you young people, look me into my face. Jesus loves you. This night, everything changes. We were your age when we committed our lives to Christ. And He is the one that will put significance to your life. Please raise your hands. Let's humble ourselves before God. Raise your hands before Him and pray after me. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, this night, I repent of sin. I thank you tonight that you save me, that you heal me, that you deliver me. I now confess 
Jesus Christ as the Lord of my life. I confess that He was raised from the dead, where He's now seated at the right hand of God. I forgive every person that has ever hurt me or harmed me. I thank you tonight, Father God, that you write my name in the book of life. I can truly say, I am saved in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a praise offering. We are going to spend five minutes with you. If you can follow Pastor Rudolf, he'll just quickly want to share a couple of words with you, please. Thank you, thank you, church. Please, please. Praise God. Praise God. God is so good. Do you agree, church? God is good. God has a plan. He has a plan. He's got a wonderful plan for your life. If you get what we are saying, flip the switch. Turn on the lights. Be the light. Be the salt. You know, be the salt shaker. That salt, my it needs to be shared. It needs to be shared. Oh, the Lord is busy with people over here. The Lord is busy. I want tonight, and it's going to be personal. There's people battling certain areas. I want to mention it this way. Certain areas of your life you need a breakthrough, your personal lives. There's certain things that you know in all your power you have tried. But now, tonight, the Lord wants to change that for you. And that is what we call grace. It is where we cannot do it anymore. We need God's help. Grace is power. That's what grace is. Grace is the power of God manifesting on this earth. And you know the things. This afternoon, praying for the church, I saw things. You are battling that and you're not winning. Tonight, the Lord wants you to win. That, that's why we're just going to call you to the front. There's an anointing here that destroys the yoke. If you want that breakthrough in a specific area of your life, because it's personal, I can call the things like this, but we don't do that. We're going to touch you. We're just going to touch you. The anointing is here. If you want that breakthrough, now's the time. Please come to the front. If you want a breakthrough in your area, going to ask the pastors just to minister with me. We're just going to touch you. It's going to 
pastors, just lay, just lay hands on them. Let the anointing that comes through you just destroy the yokes here. And I want us to thank you to the band. We're going to pray for these people. And if you are seated there and you want to come through, you are welcome. But just stretch out your hands and help us to pray for the people in the front, please. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Cause I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus.
name of Jesus Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus Jesus from the mountain. Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy, Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name, Jesus, raise it up and say it, Shout Jesus from the Jesus in the streets, such a powerful anointing in the church tonight. Aren't you glad you came to church tonight? Hallelujah. Give the Lord a praise offering. You know, I don't want to mention a name, but we've had a testimony this week. It's kind of like a big one. You know, when you hear the big ones, one of the church members has been bitten by an, I mean, a black mamba. I don't know if it's, what do you call it? You call it a bite. Fatakans. And the man survived that. God is good. God is good. <laughs> we'll hear that testimony somewhere in the future, but God is good. You do not survive black mambas. You see, the black mambas afraid of the church. That's one thing I know. So I'm sending you towards the black mambas out there now. To go and do the work of God. Amen. Amen. Please lift up your hands. Hallelujah, Lord. Father God, what a wonderful day we had in the house of God. Here at Little Falls, Lord, no evening is ever the same. 
We thank you tonight that, Holy Spirit, you had a plan with your people tonight. Oh God, we are so ready to touch this world. Father, I pray now, let the power of God manifest now in the lives of people. May they go out and become doers of your word. May they drive out devils. May they heal the sick. May they raise up the dead. May they speak the name of Jesus. Bless your holy name tonight, Father. We now release your church to go and be the church. In Jesus' mighty name. And all of God's people say. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.